Dance Around the World with Karina and myself, Mackenzie. Let's let's just uh, jump into everything. How was how, how your, um, gosh, it's been a few weeks now, hasn't it? That we've spoken? We had a bit of a delay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it has been like two and a half weeks, yeah, almost geez. three. And I mean, what, you're, you're heading off in... And how many, in, in like a week to Paris or? Yeah, heading off on Sunday. No way! Sunday, yeah, just a couple of more days. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. Oh, that's amazing. I'm so excited myself, but I'm also really stressed because <laughs> I'm like, does this towel fit in there? Or how many bags can I um, bring up and down the stairs through the Parisian metro stations? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's like freaking me out. How are you getting there? Are you taking the train? Uh, by train, yeah. With someone? Is your mom going to go with you or just... No, I'm just going by my own. First, my mom thought she's going with me, but now she has like so many things to do. And I was like, well, it doesn't really matter. You can just stay here and I'm just going by my own. And also, if she would have come with me, um, we would have had to take an Airbnb or a hotel for the night that she's staying with me because right now I'm staying in a home of another family so mm. uh, or I will be staying there so I, I can't just bring her with me until my apartment is ready which will take another couple of weeks so. So you're staying with the family? Is it somebody that you know or? Yeah so a friend of mine um, luckily she was approaching me and she offered me to um, yeah, to be the first person to rent an apartment behind her house. Um, but then the guy that finishes the apartment, um, a family member of his got sick, so he went back to Italy. And he's coming back this month, well, September, start of September, and then is finishing the apartment. So, and until, until then, I got offered to stay in the house of the family. Oh, wow. Which is amazing. I mean, I'm just paying for it, like rent, but, oh, yeah. um, okay. but uh, it's still it's so uh, kind of them. Um, yeah, I mean, not everyone offers you a second option. Absolutely. If something doesn't work out. Yeah. Uh, how, like, how, or do you have your own um, like kitchen or you just share, I guess, with the family? Or, um, well, or is in there the like a separate area like, for people that are... Um, like, well, do you guys have in, in your own the, like, entrance or is it just like you have a room in their house? Um, well, now I'm going to have a room in their house, so I'm having the same entrance as they have. Um, and I can use, I think she told me, the kitchen upstairs. And then there's some small kitchen area in my room. I have no idea how that's working out. Um, and um, then uh, in the apartment that I'm going to move into in the mid of the next month, hopefully... Um, I will have my own kitchen and bathroom and everything. So oh, that's you like do? A, oh, that's okay. that is like a studio basically behind their house. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's pretty um, awesome. So I hope that everything works out and that's happening pretty soon. But as for now, I think I mean it's kind of cool. I guess I'm going to get get head on into the Parisian <laughs> life, life of French people. I <laughs> Are you, like, so then that means that, I mean, they must be born, born and raised there, like the girl that you, that, that um, invited you, they were, is she, was she born in Paris? Um, yeah, so they're, um, they're French, um, but they've lived in different countries, so I don't know how long they've now lived in, uh, in, well, close to Paris, um, but yeah, so they're totally French. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, that's such a nice, like, introduction sort of to the lifestyle like first staying with them and then moving into your own studio after it's like yeah. a, gen <clears throat> a gentle ease <laughs> yeah and i think then well i guess it's kind of nice to uh to have some people around um well sometimes and but i know they are all really busy so i guess for the most part i'm gonna have the house for myself oh really oh wow yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Well, at least that's what I know so far because everyone's either working full time or studying abroad or studying uh, a bit outside of Paris. So that, um, oh, wow. yeah, how long, makes it. How long are you in the house for? Just a week or so? Um, well, no, I'm going to stay there for, I think, two to three weeks until the oh. apartment's ready. So oh, wow. We'll see. We'll see. 
But yeah, that's exciting. Really curious. <laughs> that's so exciting. Is it close to school? Uh, well, it's like 30 minutes. Mm, so bad. I have to take the train and uh, and the metro, but it's fine, I guess. It's it's kind of like everywhere else I've lived so far. So you always have to take a slight um, journey to <laughs> to where you're studying. But that's kind of it's kind of cool with me. So yeah, that's that's. I mean, oh my gosh, that's so nice that you're gonna be there, like for. Such, I mean, the longest period of time that you've been there. So that's pretty exciting for like four, four, three and a half, four months. Yeah, but the coolest thing is like, I don't know, the universe is kind of kind of funny. <laughs> so I um, I didn't tell anyone about where it's going to be the, um, the place that I'm staying. Um, but my friend, um, well, my one of my best friends uh, from Rotterdam, so she studied with me. And she, um, she texted me her location where she's going to stay in Paris from September onwards mm. because she's doing an exchange. And she's staying in the same uh, city. Well, like, um, how's it called? It's kind of like a part of that is like next to Paris. I don't know how you call that. Like an kind of like supper. Yeah, no, oh, it's like not an hour this more. It, oh, it doesn't like a, belong to Yeah, maybe, Jordan. maybe like in New York, actually, it's funny. Like in New York where I am, they have like boroughs. Maybe it's yeah. sort of like something like that, <laughs> like just another area. I don't know. I would I would more say think of it as like a small city, like really bordering oh. on the big one, um, but kind of yeah, being really connected. Um, and uh, well, and we she's going to stay in the same city, and we're just like seven minutes walking. Uh, away from each other which is just so insane i'm so happy about that oh my gosh it's so nice i mean it can be it can be rough if you go to a new place and you totally don't know anyone like even though you'll meet people from school like that is really nice that you'll have uh like a best friend too <laughs> close yeah it's so, so nice. amazing i mean couldn't have been better i guess <laughs> yeah she was like well, we can pass the salt to each other if, if something's missing, which is pretty cute, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. What are you doing? Are you in, you're in New York right now, right? Yeah, so I'm, um, well, this is the first time that I'm actually doing the, the house-sitting thing that I told you about, and... Um, oh, yeah. Honestly, it's been just as good as I thought it would be. <laughs> like, it's... So I'm actually staying in a part of New York I've never stayed in before, which is one of the boroughs, um, Queens. Yeah. Um, so sort of like what you were saying, like it's a train ride into like downtown Manhattan, but I would say that whole process is probably like what you were talking about, 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's so, it's so nice. Like she has two cats here. The place is hu like huge for New York, meaning like she has two bedrooms and like a living room and like a desk room like an office and uh there's like there's two like sweet little cats and like all i have to do is take care of them in exchange for staying here for two weeks it's such a oh that's so amazing though. yeah and like and like the girl is so sweet too like overall she's been such a good experience like i just like woke up this morning and the cat was just like basically sleeping on my chest <laughs> like just like really like sweet oh my god that's so cute <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's amazing. I mean, every time you do that, you have the place for yourself because yeah. you're like, only, there's always no one around because it's like house sitting. Yeah. I mean, it's such a cool concept. Actually, I could think of myself doing that as well. Oh my gosh, yeah. I was like, well, like now I'm, now I could be called like the crazy, like cat, cat lady, like writer person. Like now I fit that. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm fine with it. Like, like it's so and like she even like left me her metro card so like i am paying like just a bit of nothing to live right now i mean aside from food like <laughs> i mean c couldn't be better that's amazing <laughs> that's so that's so incredible yeah i mean this the thing that's cool is that um my parents like remember before i told you like my parents were kind of like oh god like what is she doing um yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, my mom would be the same. She would be like, "Are you sure that's something people do?" <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cool thing is, like, in the very short period of time since I proposed the idea to them, like, well, I said I was gonna do it. I wasn't really asking them, but since I told them, yeah, um, they've like completely flipped. Now, like, my mom's like, "Oh, I should do that for traveling, like, to save money." Um, just. 
she's pretty frugal as it is but now she's like oh maybe I should do that and my dad was like yeah that's pretty cool that you can do that and you can go live in different places I'm like that's what I was saying <laughs> yeah I also think just kind of like similar to Airbnb but you kind of feel more close to like not not being a visitor but Mm -hmm. um, just like experience it from the perspective of someone actually living there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because you have everything in place, like uh, like in a home that you would have, um, yeah, uh, I don't know, done yourself for yeah. staying there long term. So for sure, yeah. there's um, you know the you know um, humans of New York. No, I don't know. No. Okay, so it's this photographer. It's basically. Um, this one photographer here in New York, he like has this like giant account, like millions of followers. But okay. he, um, when he started his whole like photography, like I guess you'd call it a business now, because he like has books and all this stuff. But okay. um, he decided like it was like something that really stuck with me. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's kind of what I'm doing. But he was like, I decided like instead of like making space for taking photos, like trying to like squeeze in like an hour here a day he's like I'm just gonna do the bare minimum of other work so that I can do photography as much as possible yeah and I was like that's to me I mean that's so smart like because like you always hear like those people who are like oh like I wanted to you know like whatever I wanted to write a book but I'll do it at 60 or like <laughs> yeah or like waiting, yeah. pushing it away being like okay first I have to work yeah. yeah, that's what I don't like about this whole saying. Always people tell you, well, if you go out of university, you have to first work for a firm before you um, mm -hmm. are entrepreneurial or do mm -hmm. your own thing or whatever. And I was like, why do I have to do that? Like, I mean, right. maybe I'm doing it, but I don't know. And I could first do something on my own as well. Like, who who decides that? Like, totally, totally. Who decides that? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true like why that's what I kept saying to like basically everyone I was like why don't I just save 40 years and just do it now like what's I don't really get the difference yeah I mean, right <laughs> I mean I guess like when you're older you have connections which makes whatever you want to do a bit easier but you can also just work really hard when you're young and make yeah. them <laughs> like <laughs> yeah I'm, yeah no I'm totally uh, with you on that one <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hopefully more people are now. I mean, not to say that it's better or whatever, but I just think like it makes life a little bit more fulfilling. <laughs> yeah, something something along that li that line, like with the s same thought process behind it, happened to me like last week. I was um, saying, well, I sent my brother. My brother started to get interested in um, well in food and the connection to cancer because he probably saw it somewhere and because of me being plant-based like mm -hmm. um we have we do have these conversations from time to time within our family mm -hmm. um because our like me and my mom's uh, mine and my mom's uh thoughts about it and my uh brother and pe my dad's um view on it they they really clash oh, so really? yeah so so I, I was, um, because my brother started to uh, like voice some interest, I sent him some picture on Instagram with like a study saying something about this connection that if you eat more meat, uh, this might uh, be related to a higher risk of, of getting cancer. Um, and because um, I thought, why not like give him more food for thought, basically. And so Is, I... Um Sorry, I, not to interrupt, but I'm just yeah. curious. Is I just I'm just curious myself about the study. Was it talking about a certain type of meat or? Uh, no, it was like generalized uh, oh. in in like all all kinds of meat. Oh, that's okay. that's what these uh, well the study uh, came up with, and um, so well I think it, it talked about animal products in general, also mm -hmm. like milk and stuff like that. Oh um, yes. Okay, go on. So. <laughs> So, yeah, so I was um, saying, um, I was asking my brother, or did, did you see what I sent you on Instagram? And he, first he was like, oh, I didn't see it, blah, blah. Mm. But then he, and, and he would, in either way, he wouldn't understand because it would be in English, blah, blah. He was like uh, playing it, playing it down and playing it cool, kind of. But then he repeated what was on the, uh, explained to me what was uh, the information on the sheet. And then... Um, then um, my dad was saying, um, oh, 
why are you uh, like thinking about these things at your age? That's, you're so weird. And I was like, wait, now is the time to think about it. Like, why doing it when you're 40 or 50 and you got the cancer or whatever? Yeah. And, and I mean, it's about, it's about the now and not about the later. Like, I thought Absolutely. that's kind of... It's Absolutely. kind of just the same concept. Like, why, why waiting for something Absolutely. to happen if you can now do something about it? Absolutely. I, I always think, like, whenever somebody says, like, whenever somebody makes a comment like that, like, they're usually just, like, they're thinking about themselves. So I feel like your dad sort of being like, stop trying to make me change. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, I'm not gonna change, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah, I, I, was, I don't think I was, telling him to, but. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking it's just like, um, in general, like people say things like that when they're uh, feeling bad about themselves or totally. about their choices, because yeah. that's just like a mechanism to, to prevent, um, yeah, getting yeah. Called, um, called out, basically. <laughs> yeah, so how does that work then with um, mealtime with you guys? Does, do you and your you and your mom make um like separate meals and then you just all eat together um well no um i'm when i'm here i'm cooking for me and my mom uh usually and my uh my dad well and my mom cooks for uh, the rest of the family but oh um well during the weekend my dad or my brother um is doing the meat for them so my mom's just doing their side dish mm -hmm. um yeah so that's kind of how we do it and Uh, but it's really cute. My uh, youngest brother starts uh, started to uh, not eat meat for a week now. So <laughs> this is like uh, really nice because uh, he is trying to be a bit healthier. <laughs> And um, how come he, I just realized that you mentioned that he doesn't speak English? My brother? No, no, no. Well, the middle brother. No, they speak English, but they uh, they had to. Well, they studied it in school. All well, all my brothers, mm. like both. But um, he says about himself that he's not as good, but, well, he's fine, so. Oh, okay, I was gonna be like, how come you, like, how, like, what, what was the difference between, like, you and them, but I guess you just probably have more English friends or something, or you just want to learn it more? <laughs> yeah, I think that was it, basically, because during high school, I was, I have never um, been to an English-speaking country, but I, um, well, my teacher always told me, Oh, how how long have you stayed in uh, an English-speaking country? Your English is so perfect and everything, oh, wow. which was a huge compliment because <laughs> I've never done that at that point. Wow. Um, and it, I think it was just based on my interest because I just loved the language. So I um, really soaked everything up that I could from like TV series and movies and books and uh, yeah. So did you so, ever um, did you ever like blog or whatever in? Um in two languages or was it always in English because you also no, it was always in always in English yeah ah that makes sense it was it was just it's, it's really funny but I feel like I can write better in the English language than I can in the German which is kind of weird but it I don't know huh like putting putting things in my head into words often works better in the English language I don't know why maybe because it's easier hmm. um, as like maybe the sentences are easier I don't know but also for me it sounds more beautiful in my in in most uh, situations I don't know <laughs> really that's so interesting yeah I wonder if it's like uh, like I don't know like I'm trying to think if I feel the same way about French like it's just a language that's not my own I definitely think it sounds more beautiful in French. <laughs> oh, it does. Right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Or like Italian, but I can't really, I can't speak Italian, that's for sure. But I do love the way that it just kind of rolls off their, their tongue. Yeah, no, I think these, these both languages are really, really, really beautiful oh. to, to listen to. Well, and um, yeah, it's just hearing someone talking, but mm -hmm. they're also pretty difficult for someone not having well I, i feel like if you know one of them both like if you know either spanish french or italian it could be easier to learn one of the others because mm -hmm. they have some similarities but um yeah i from, from the german it's kind of hard yeah i can't even honestly i'm not like <laughs> like german to me seems like the hardest language 
out like just period <laughs> to be, just from yeah. one thing I mean like what what do they want with all these uh they have all these um how do you even say that they, like the adidas which is all the the yeah the the car the um. the house <laughs> and it's all it all has a different um Yeah, um, thing that comes prior to the word. <laughs> oh, really? Like, what's one of them? <laughs> I'm just curious. You said das? Der, die, das. Yeah, it's been difficult. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So cool, though. I, like, really, like, so admire that, um, like, the fact that you're, like, Europeans. I'm just very generalizing here. But generally, like, you guys speak, like, at least two languages. It's so, it's so admirable to us. <laughs> Yeah, it's well, it's it's different to to uh, to you guys because we um, we stud well, we have to take at least one language, I think, mm. one other language in school, or or even more than one. For me, it was three at times. Oh I wow! I had Spanish, Spanish, French, and English, and German, obviously. <laughs> wow! Oh my gosh! So, can you speak a little so, bit of all of those? Well, I can introduce myself in all of those. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, but if you don't use them, like French and Spanish, it disappears so fast. Like you can't remember having a proper conversation. And also the the sad thing is in school, you always just do all this histor history stuff. Like it's reading historical texts and stuff like that um, mm. to get to know like the history of the country that you're studying the language off mm -hmm. basically but then it's nothing that you can ever use like why don't ah, they tell true. you how to like i don't know have a conversation while you're in paris or something yeah 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 i guess that's the same here with um honestly with with french like the only like i know a little bit like i'm so obviously like awkward and uncomfortable like when we were in paris and i was like i can say like i can get sentences but i'm still so like embarrassed um but But even still, like I like I probably have a slightly better understanding, which is kind of shocking and scary compared to um, a good amount. Only because I I was in like what we have like French immersion here, um, but mm -hmm. but core French is taught to me in like such a ridiculous way. It's like they like for for us it was a little bit better I thought because it was like you, they make you have conversations, which is what you were saying is kind of important. But in core French they sort of um, They'll like give you a list of vocabulary and be like memorize it, and it's like very like a very strange way of learning things. You just memorize a bunch of words and then do some exercises, and nobody ever comes away with wanting to learn more or like even having really learned anything at all. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think this whole like take your vocabulary list, just like <laughs> study those by heart. Th then you don't have this. You don't never have get this relation to like actually using them. So I feel like most things I've really learned from like movies, having the vocabulary in a certain setting or in like I don't know. That's that's way easier to to remember things. Mm, yeah, that's so that's so interesting. Yeah, that's sort of what my I've never done it like what you're talking about, but that's really smart. That's what my my brother kind of did for French because he didn't really learn it. I wouldn't say in school so much, but. He like likes to watch TV shows and stuff because he says the same thing that it's helpful. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm sure of that. Yeah, and um, and also if you're well, just being in the country that makes everything super 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 easy and more fun as well. Mm -hmm. Do you have like I know that you're you're learning French with school. Do you? Are you also going to be trying to speak it with the family, I guess? I know for sure that they all speak English, so um, <laughs> that makes it easier for me, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and but for yeah, well, well, I'm going, I'm really going to uh, yeah, give it my all in school because um, I'm actually quite excited to yeah, just get into it a bit more again. And maybe being able to hold a little conversation, which would be really nice. Oh, and yeah. I think we have a lot of French-speaking students as well, so that would definitely make it more, yeah, just nice when when I hear them talking to maybe understand one or the other sentence. <laughs> yeah, and like hopefully, I mean, I know you mean like so often, like um, French people, like they have 
they're very good at um, speaking English. So generally conversations, like if your French isn't amazing, they tend to fall into English. But like it's it's nice if you can kind of get the the people that you're surrounded by to speak to you in in French. Like hopefully hopefully you can ask them to speak to you in French so so that you can um, you know really really like you said throw yourself in. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's really exciting. Oh, what what are you um, what are you currently uh, doing in New York as well? Just writing, or uh, have do you have meetings and stuff? Um, yeah, well, actually, uh, this time I I I don't have like actual like official meetings, but I'm I am just like meeting up with friends. So, one of my friends came here um, for school. He started at Parsons. Um, yeah. So I'm supposed to be seeing him on Friday, and then another friend of mine is out here as well working. Um, so it's sort of, um, I wouldn't say it's as much work focused. I mean, I'm doing work here while I'm here, but, um, yeah, I mean, the nice thing is like, other than my writing right now, like the only big thing that I'm doing is organizing this event, but like everything for that I can do by phone or like FaceTime calls. So it's been like really nice not to be tied down to a specific location, I guess, which is sort of what I always wanted. Yeah, no, that's so cool. But um, and how about uh, the novel? Is it, um, yeah, you, you finished it, right? Um, I'm so close to being done. I'm like, okay, where am I? I'm honestly like, like I kind of see by Friday. I mean, the first full draft. So like, basically, like I started in January, but um like as per like most writing like you you write things you write things and then you're like okay this is not what I want to write about and like they kind of call them false starts in writing where it's like yeah you think that you're writing about this but then when you come to the very end of it like you're like oh that's what this was about which is kind of just like a funny um a funny but very normal writing process um yeah so in spite of having written, uh, God, like six drafts, I would say this is the first draft that is actually like the story that I want to tell. Um, Ooh, okay. So it's yeah, yeah. So it's almost, um, it's almost done, which means like I'm gonna be sitting down and like showing it to an agent just to like get her feedback on it, and like that's really helpful because they tell you or she she's she um, she usually tells me like where it fits into the market and like things that I don't really know as much um on the business end so yeah. I mean it's also so scary because you sit down with your work and you're like uh, like you feel yeah, so it's vulnerable like, <laughs> yeah it's, it's like it's like a baby it's like your baby and then yeah you just like have like have to expose it a bit totally and I mean obviously that's the point which is like that thing where it's like you want everybody to read it, and at the same time, you want nobody to read it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, yeah, and also just because, like, I guess this version of it, so, I like, my first few versions were, like, extremely, like, metaphorical and, like, just, like, and then to get the version that I wrote now, I had to just, like, strip away the metaphors and just, like, get more and more and more personal, which has made it, like, honestly like a therapy session every time I go to write because I'm pulling so much from my own life um yeah but I think it's made it a lot better too like so I don't know it's just like it's gonna be so so vulnerable because it's like this very like like it's fiction but it's like also very much my own life so it's like a very to me like it's very like exposing in a way but yeah I mean you have to draw from somewhere totally. the yeah things that you um well that happen kind of mm -hmm. in the in the book I guess there's always like I mean the inspiration has to come from somewhere so. right and like that's what that's what I mean like um by you don't know what you're writing about and like meaning like you don't know what inspired you until you get to the end so like that's why writing's so cool because I go back to look at my very first draft ever and I'm like oh wow I was talking about the exact same thing um But it was through all these metaphors that I didn't understand. But it was like it came from me in a way that I didn't understand. So it's so cool. Yeah, no, it's fascinating. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's such um, I guess it's such a, a cool process to go through. Just like, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I feel like every time you, you write a book, I mean, I've never written a book, but I can just imagine it. It must 
got the right the writer like closer to uh, to him yeah. him or herself Absolutely. like because it's such an intense process and you have to sit with with yourself just on your own like writing 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 and then yeah to to come up with something which has to flow from somewhere yeah. so that's yeah that must be yeah super super intense. Yeah. <laughs> i mean i guess yeah once you realize that like this especially like with fiction because you think that you've made it up or you think that it came from like I don't know like you you thought that you orchestrated the whole thing and then to find that you didn't really um and that it just it actually did come from like this part of your childhood or this part or like things that affected you in like a, a way that you didn't realize um yeah it's Completely. Yeah, I mean the first, the first, furthest thing can happen that it's something that you've actually now researched, or that you overheard someone else's conversation and you draw true from there, like some inspiration. But, but other than that, I mean everything has to come from somewhere. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I, I guess like it's like that with pretty much any, any form of like we never make anything like totally original which I think is like one of those um one of those like fallacies like people um or like a lot of people get like nervous to create anything because they're like oh it's going to be like just like this that or the other and and I mean the truth is that like it it'll always be like a mishmash of, of yeah and I love the and I love the thought but but I love the thought about behind that that it's never it's never something that hasn't been done before but it's always your own like it's it's just a thing that you bring into it that no one else can it, bring into yeah, it yeah that's so important yeah so true that's always what i'm trying to think when i'm just like editing my pictures writing something or uh, i don't know even applying for university or um whatever like everywhere it's always i mean you can always try your hardest learn more study more um or um, try to create something better, um, more beautiful, whatever. But the in in the end, it's just the thing that makes it unique. It's just that it's by you and not by someone else. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Like, as much as like on the outside, it might seem like this, that, or the other. Like you're so right. Like your own voice, your own experience. Uh, like, I mean, you, there's only one of you in the world, even if you are similar to someone else. There's still only one of you. Yeah, that's so true. Which, yeah, uh, yeah it's a good thing. And also, like like I said, a scary thing. But um, I, I think we talked about this last, um, or let's say last episode, um, just uh, like how much more vulnerable you become as um, somebody who creates things <laughs> versus somebody who doesn't. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, we talked about it. It's just like, just the fact of putting it out there, that's like... You're already a step ahead with that kind yeah. of <laughs> when you do that. Yeah, yeah. It's like I kind of wonder, like, why, like, why do, why do we have this like pull to to do that to do this thing that so could be so um, terrifying when like other let's say other people may just be completely fine with not because I also know that if I didn't then I would feel like sick or something like it wouldn't feel right <laughs> yeah but it's I feel like it's just being a creative person and having the need to share it or bringing value um and just like yeah yeah so like I guess it's just like a having it's just like a purpose for uh yeah. for humans like us so <laughs> yeah so yeah. true my friend um he's a painter and he's uh he's like if I if I don't paint like do something like every day he's like I just like I don't like I feel like physically unwell and I like completely relate yeah. to that like I understand like and probably the same with you like if you don't take a photo or you don't write a blurb or whatever or like if you don't write something or take a photo I'm sure you feel like your day's not as like robust yeah it's not as fulfilled it's not yeah it's not as fulfilled not as complete it's actually really funny because i um well i went to i don't know do you call them uh astrologers or something oh uh, yeah well, i went to this woman um that talks about well she analyzes uh your horoscope mm. not not your horoscope but your birth chart oh yeah the birth chart <laughs> So she, uh, well, she looked, um, well, she looks up the stars and everything and what happened when you were born and how that relates to your mm. life. 
but she doesn't she doesn't make any predictions of like this is happening to you or that is happening to you because that would be kind of weird um so it's kind of everything she says is really open and for you to uh yeah just interpret or get like um feel like it kind of gives you a sense of security as well. Like if you think, oh, this is weird about me or this is like, why do I have this certain trait? And then you find it in there. So what did she say? This is like, <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> um, no, I, I can share like, um, well, but something that just came up uh, when, while you were, while uh, you were saying uh, what you were saying um, was the fact that she was like telling me, yeah, you need this balance of, um, of creativity. And, uh, and then she asked me what kind of things I'm doing. So she basically told me that I need this. And I was like, yeah, you're so right. Like, I need this like, um, like writing process of like my short text for uh, for the blog and I also need the photography like I feel so um, more so much more fulfilled after editing a bunch of pictures and just obviously not under pressure but just when I just like yeah just in general I really love to do it and it gives me a sense of I don't know it's kind of like a purpose as well like it's really mm -hmm. weird it's, mm -hmm. yeah it's something that really really fulfills me um the whole process of putting something beautiful together, something visually pleasing. Um, and then it was really something that I've um, thought about in the past um, past months and even, maybe even over a year or something or more, um, is the fact that why haven't I, um, well, like really started to earn money yet? Like um, getting really behind everything and uh, maybe launching some other things or doing some freelance work to to like really start earning money and then um, well something that she said which was really um, yeah made me really curious was the fact that I'm not that I'm not a person to be motivated by money and actually if I would be motivated by money that would um, be harmful to everything I do so that was really interesting to me because I recently I discovered in myself before she was even even bringing that up that um, I was thinking that I actually um, started to turn away uh, more and more from this um, I need this and I need that kind of thinking mm -hmm. and more like I just want to like like I don't know it just has to be I just have to feel fulfilled from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Um, and um, then I thought, oh, that's actually why I probably never really, so far, I've never really tried to like push it so far that, um, I don't know, that more and more money would flow in just now. And then something that made me feel really good was that um, she said that um, if I continue just to do what I love, then it will just flow by itself something that I believe in for everyone actually but it's it's something that that I just needed to hear again and it's um yeah I, I think that's so true like if you do what you love and you're not motivated by the money but rather by the value you bring to someone then yeah then it's just then it'll just come by itself yeah I guess I there's also um um there's this line that I love, like, you know, um, Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love? Yeah, I love, yeah. Yeah, I love she, her. She, like, she says, like, or she had this one line where she was, like, I'm going to work to um, basically provide for her creativity as if it was a person, rather than yeah. asking her creativity to provide for her, like, because she wanted oh, to, yeah. yeah. Is that from the book Big yeah. Magic? Could that yeah. be? Yeah, yeah. That was the first I, one of the first books that brought me closer into the realm of spirituality and and like self development and things yeah. like that. It was I think I read it like two or th no three years ago I think. Yeah, I I mean it, yeah I think to me I'm with you like that's more fulfilling and I even know like what's his name um, Stephen Pressfield who's I don't know if you would know him yeah. but he's pretty famous over here and he says like um, like in the realm of like not being like like um he says like i'm not a writer for hire but yeah. um like because he creates things that come from inside him versus like somebody telling him like they want him to write about an event that happened yesterday or something like he's like no i don't do that 
Yeah, he just writes what what come, flows out of him and not what someone says. Uh, yeah, you have to write about this now, right? Yeah, like yeah. I think because I think like I'm sort of coming around to this now, like um, like a little bit of a change for myself too. Is like I kind of feel that same way. So I'm also thinking right now about even um, like making money in ways that are completely outside of creativity, like ways that might be more. Um, um, like they'll like like really what Elizabeth Gilbert said like they'll serve it so like I like for instance like my family has a property in Toronto and my dad's like um, if you Airbnb it out for us then like you know like we're gonna have to pay someone to do that anyway so if you want to do it then like you can take that and like so I'm like thinking, yeah just having just, yeah having a super like unrelated job which sustains yourself just so yeah. that you can live a comfortable life but having your creativity separate so that it's not disturbed by the uh, by the um, fact that you are thinking about okay this needs to make money now exactly, but so yeah. that it can just flow freely I guess yeah yeah like I I've never wanted to take on like too much like if I I would probably only take on that one project and then do out what else I'm doing so that doesn't eat up too yeah. much time but yeah like I think we can do better work if we're not stressed about it um there's who what's his name oh my gosh Seth Godin like talks about this all the time <laughs> sort of like to not yeah, dump true, down true. your work and like not I mean make he like I I just love how his whole approach with like creating like anything it's just like if you he what did he, he there's something really funny that I heard the other day it was something like if you make it like mass market appeal then like he was basically just talking down on like ideas that appeal to all yeah no and, no that's that's true yeah <laughs> no I love I love this guy as well like, yeah it's just uh really inspiring and it's it's so true like I I also think that that it's not it's not even possible to to uh, do something that is right for everyone or that everyone agrees on so mm -hmm. I guess it's way more interesting to do something that is in your realm, realm and then some other people yeah then just like the people that agree with you kind of are your audience so that's um yeah yeah I guess honestly like in this in this like having something else to sort of help us along I think is is necessary because we also need um time I mean to find like a true audience that's willing to maybe one pay for our work but also just support us <laughs> like like yeah. like because like, I mean an audience on or like a following on one platform isn't even enough I mean they might follow you but you don't even know if they're your actual audience so it's like eventually when you do come out with something that maybe you want people to pay for or something that you want to sell like something that you're proud of like you also need to have that group um so that's I, so true that's yeah. such a big thing for me as well because I, I know for sure that um, behind those audiences that we have on uh, on the on these certain platforms like Instagram, there's only like really um, probably only like a smaller amount of people who are actually the real target because so much on these platforms is just about yeah I'm just following and then I'm just like scrolling through it and right. then yeah but there has to be like deeper interest in order for. Uh, someone to actually like pick up on something and then move along with like links to the actual platform where you would potentially buy something or even go like to a physical store etc so there's mm -hmm. way more behind it and there has mm -hmm. to be way more interest as well yeah which is like honestly like as much as I get nervous and anxious I also realize that like that stuff takes years I like n not to be like depressing but I like I've realized that the likelihood of me accruing like a good um like like you're talking about like a truly loyal audience probably won't happen in my 20s I mean I can work really hard and I will but I also just think that stuff takes like five ten maybe even more years sometimes which is unfortunate but I think it's true no, perhaps but also what 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 it also brings up is that you might not need an audience of, of like 10,000 whatever a hundred thousand or a million of people millions of people because maybe your book is going to to for example you say it's a book um, mm -hmm. then it's probably maybe it's um, standing in uh, well in a bookstore or on some uh, Amazon page where people go with this interest because they type 
in a certain search term or they go to a certain shelf in the store yeah. to uh, to find something and then they find your work first before they become a, a follower of your social media for example yeah that's so, that's yeah. really true i think i mean like that just for me reminds of like the whole i mean like in book like in the book world there's like traditional publishing versus like indie publishing <laughs> and like i yeah. almost like i've just heard such horror stories with like traditional publishing these days like a friend of mine like like if you don't know how to market your work like if you don't find your audience like they they might not find you so like if i if i were to put something up on amazon i would need to have done the year's work or whatever before of also just like understanding how that whole thing works and i kind of I don't know, I'm just like speaking out loud because I've, I've just been thinking so much about this lately. Like as, mu as much as it might seem like, um, like alluring to have the traditional publisher, I would also just be so worried that they wouldn't do enough to, like I would need to do a lot of my own marketing. Like marketing, Promote. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I kind of like, on one hand it would be nice to be like oh like I don't have to do marketing but like I think everyone does and like <laughs> who doesn't have like a giant audience um and so I need to really learn about I like yeah, I don't know sure. <laughs> there's so much to learn about that whole sphere of things like how to do it elegantly but also just do it like because so many creatives um I that I know and that I've heard about I just know I mean it's a struggle for us because it feels kind of like maybe like impure or things like that but it's the, it's so important i think <laughs> well you got me <laughs> like a, i'm 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 really into well i'm really into marketing so i i mean i know for sure that i'm not doing enough of it for myself right right now but um in general um if i would take it as my main priority which sometimes i think i should do mm -hmm. um then it obviously, yeah, then I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like really, really, really focused, well, not, not focused, but interested in all these things that you can do these days with like, uh, for example, placing Facebook ads, hmm. um, but not on Facebook only, but also on Instagram. And then what really, really is really cool to me is um, that you can now have these um, ads that go through the messenger on Facebook so basically you have like a conversation but I think I think we talked about that. I don't know wait no I no I don't, it, so, yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about what do you what do you mean um, ads that come through the bot oh so you can do yeah you can so you can ask someone to sign up for be, that so that you're able to send the messages on Facebook as uh, a company and then you receive messages by the firm and you have like options to reply to them and then they send you more um, because oh. they say they ask you are you interested in that and then you say yes or no and if you say yes for example um, uh, or yeah give me more or something <laughs> like that then um, then they send you more or they send you a link to like a webinar or uh, some sale that they have or something so it's pretty cool because if something like that slides into your inbox it kind of feels really personal so it goes into your um so your facebook message um inbox yeah it goes into your facebook message inbox yeah and now i feel like and then if you if you get that you feel like they're re someone's really talking and listening to you which is incredible so i think this is like a really really cool space to these days uh put your money in if you got money for marketing because well yeah. so that's why I'm not doing it because I don't have any money to spend on marketing but <laughs> um but yeah if if I would do it for a company that would be something that I would really uh, think about because it's yeah just such a new space and it's still a little untapped so if you're one of the first to slide in inboxes then uh, huh. yeah go for it <laughs> that's so interesting yeah I think I mean see this is the stuff like again not to like harp on like traditional publishers but I think like these giant, like these big houses, like I don't even want to name names because I actually really admire them, but it's just like, I don't think honestly that they stay on top of all this stuff. And to me, these are the ways of today. Like, I think you're not yeah. going to get hold of somebody's attention on like old platforms. Like, I don't even know. Like, I, I really think utilizing Facebook and all, all of these different like Facebook and Instagram really uh, where where people are spending their time like did you hear that um 
what's his name, Lewis Howes now has a TV show on Facebook. No, I, I didn't hear that. Yeah, oh, yeah but so I think they cool. haven't even launched. I don't know if they have launched it in, in Germany yet. I, I feel like maybe that's something they, that yeah. the US and maybe Canada have, I, yeah, have first, like yeah. um, Facebook Facebook TV or something, right? That's yeah. like a new thing. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's actually launched here yet, but I heard him do like he was on he was giving an interview and he was saying that yeah he's like their first TV. Um, TV show, which just makes sense, like, go to where the people are instead of, like, you know, going to the old cable networks. Yeah, so, for sure. That's yeah, yeah, so interesting. No. Yeah, so, so, it's so true, yeah. That's where you have to, like, um, yeah, slide into with your content in order to reach someone. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's exactly where his audience is, so that's, yeah, that's totally. just perfect. Yeah, and it's, like, I mean... I always have that fear. It's like you want to, like I want to do, uh, like that stuff is so appealing to me. At the same time, it makes me nervous. Like I don't want to be annoying. <laughs> to you know when. Ah, uh, you, you for sure aren't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like I mean, at the end of the day, I'm gonna have to just be like sucking it up and just being like, I'm just gonna do this thing, and not everyone's gonna like it, which is true. Like I had friend, um, one of my good friends started. Um, started her like official Instagram like with her blog and um it's funny because she was like so many people from like when she was younger um just unfollowed her I think I told you this before but it's just like yeah. just kind oh, of no, yeah you did you did yeah, yeah but that's yeah I mean not everyone's gonna support you but that's okay yeah that, that can happen <laughs> that's okay that's okay just, <laughs> just go with it <laughs> and I think we also have to wrap it up already oh gosh yeah it's already Oh, yeah. 53 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, geez. Um, I guess we'll talk to you guys hopefully next week. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. And, yeah. um, and go follow us on Instagram at Karina, uh, by Karina Jung and at uh, Mac Nick. Belcastro. Yeah. We are going to put that in the show notes as well. And we still have to figure out if we do a separate Instagram page, which would be kind of cool, I guess. And we have to say that you can now listen to us on all the platforms. Mm. So iTunes, Stitcher, <laughs> Anchor. I don't even know all the Spotify. names. Spotify. <laughs> yeah, go subscribe wherever you love to listen to, I guess. Yeah, oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. thanks so much, guys. Have a great, have a great week. Bye.